Today, we are going to rank the top 10 NFL teams heading into week seven. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even know if half these teams are good. Grassy Fuzzy Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast and Podcast where you don't have to do Packers. But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Does it really help though? Grassy. And today, here we go, folks. You wanted chaos. You wanted pandemonium. You got it. We're a third of the way through the regular season in the NFL. And I have no idea. You look at the NFC and there are just four teams that are above the record of three and three. And three of them are from the NFC East. The other one, the Minnesota Vikings. So yeah, that's how I'm doing right now. You had some teams on a bye week this week. You had major upsets occur. And so I'm looking at this and I'm like, all right, I kind of know the top three teams. And after that, it's throwing darts at a wall or flipping coins. Sorry, Bills fans. But I'm going to do the best I possibly can because I feel like literally from four down, it's complete and total chaos. So with that being said, let's get started with number 10. You got the San Francisco 49ers. And I know already there's going to be people complaining about it, but listen, the 49ers, they lost against the Atlanta Falcons. The coaching, the defense didn't look the greatest. Uh, Jimmy G had two interceptions, but you know, Jimmy also, I mean, they also had a bunch of drops from the receivers, so not all his fault. And the 49ers are dealing with a ton of injuries here. And that's why I'm willing to put them at number 10. They went up against the Atlanta Falcons who to their credit, and I've said this now a bunch of times, they are playing pretty darn competitive football about every single week. They're going up against an opponent. They're making it a nail biter here. The Falcons took care of business. were able to get it done. Meanwhile, the 49ers, it's a tough loss for you. Why I'm willing to kind of give you the benefit of the doubt is because I think that this team is going to get better once you're going to have guys from injury start to return. So I'm putting you on the top 10 for right now. Also got to give the NFC West some representation here. And I think you're the best of the division, even though the Seahawks are closing in. Right now, the 49ers, you're holding down the spot at number 10. Number nine, Ugh, you got the L.A. Chargers. This team just wants to kill their fan base. They give anybody a heart attack. You know why it was so empty in SoFi on Monday night? Because no one wanted to have heart palpitations in the middle of the stadium. Because, good God, L.A., you just know how to bring it down to the wire. Going into overtime against the Denver Broncos, losing their center will clap, not so great. And nobody scored a single first down in overtime, but they brought out Dustin Hopkins and he was able to hobble in like Tiny Tim and kick it through the uprights and get them the W. God bless us. Everyone. This was an ugly game for the Chargers. However, they're going up against a very good defense in the Denver Broncos. I mean, hell, look at how Matt Ryan performed against Denver, and then look how he performed this past week against the Jaguars. So the Chargers, they have enough weapons. They're another team that's hurting. Obviously, their offensive line is beat up. On top of that, Keenan Allen's still not playing. But the Chargers' defense was able to get after Russell Wilson enough. So I think they're a relatively balanced football team. They are definitely the second-best team behind the Chiefs in the West. But the Chargers, you still make the top 10 for now. Number eight, you got the New England Patriots. Like, what? 
Bailey Zappi. What? And maybe this makes the Packers look better, right? Right? Because they they beat Bailey Zappi, and we were all making fun of the Packers for Bailey do it. Bailey doing it. Freudian slip. The Patriots demolishing the Cleveland Browns, not only with a great defense, not only with a great run game, but Bailey Zappi coming in and saying, hey, Mac Jones, you ain't the only talented, random white QB who kind of is unathletic and unassuming on this team. And Bill Belichick's like, good. Kill him. Kill him now. But the Patriots, after beating the crap out of the Lions last week so bad they had to take a bye this week, came in with another dominant performance based off the run game, of course, and on the defense. But as I said, Zappi 100% impressed here. There's probably going to be a QB battle between Mac Jones and Zappi going forward. The Patriots are basically on this list instead of the Dolphins because unlike the Dolphins, they're actually trending upwards. Though with Tua's return imminent, I think that the Dolphins will find themselves back on this list. But they're a team that's built to win football games. They're going to smash you in the face. And if you're not prepared you're going to look like what the Browns did this week. So Patriots, you make the top 10. Eight might be too high. I don't know. But I think you could beat a bunch of the teams that are on this list. Number seven. You got the New York Jets. Yep, that's right. The J-E-T-S. The goddamn Jets. Dismantled the Green Bay Packers after starting the first half 3-3, then went on to win 27-10. Damn, their defensive line is good. Damn, Sauce Gardner's really good. Damn, Brees Hall is really good. Zach Wilson didn't have to do anything. He completed 10 passes on the day. They ran the football down the Packers' throat, and they played amazing defense. And that was enough to win the game. Pretty easily, too. They went into Lambeau, they took care of business, and... They're a team now who is well-coached. As I said, they have a philosophy that they're going to just punch you in the face, similar to the Patriots, and they're going to beat some teams that way. They've already gotten some pretty impressive wins already this season, and the Jets... Who would have thought? Not me. They're sitting pretty right now, and we'll see what it's like later in the season. But congratulations, Jets. You made the top 10. Number six, you got the Dallas Cowboys. Only falling a few spots here. Losing to the Eagles on Monday night, that first half got really ugly really quick. However, the defense started to lock down Philadelphia and they started crawling their way back. I said this a ton of times during the Sunday night football stream. The Cowboys are not a football team that is built to come back from a major deficit because they're going to run the ball well and Cooper Rush is going to do some play action, kind of dump it off most of the time, but they're going to run the ball well and rely on their really stingy defense. However, when they go up against a good offense like the Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to struggle if they fall behind. And Cooper Rush, when he was forced to throw the ball and move it downfield, it ended in turnovers. And who knows, the Cowboys might be getting better sooner rather than later as Dak is apparently determined to return against the Detroit Lions. I think it's going to really unlock the potential of that offense because then you have a dual threat of having, hey, we have a good run game and we also have a guy who can actually stretch the field. So the Cowboys, yeah, it's a bad loss, but you're still hanging around in the top 10. Number five, you got the purple incarnation of Satan at five and one. You got the Minnesota Vikings. You can't tell me that there's a single Vikings fan out there that goes, oh my God, yeah, we're an amazing team. But that doesn't matter because they keep on winning. Playing against the Miami Dolphins, starting off strong, and then looked abysmal later in that game. And again, 
They're going up against second and third string QBs here. The Vikings, able to rely on that offense. They're winning games that they would have lost in the past, and they have a great division lead right now. They're 5-1. and one. The Packers are 3-3, three and three, and they have a win over the Packers. So if the Vikings, who have a pretty easy schedule, if they're able to keep on rolling, they're going to be really, really tough to catch. So while it may be really, really ugly football and they might not go anywhere in the playoffs, the important thing is that they're 5-1, and one, and I hate everything. Number four, you got the New York Giants. Say my name. Do what? That's right. Both teams no longer the New Jersey teams. They are now the New York teams. The Giants able to make a comeback and defeat Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are not even found on this list anymore because their defense is super suspect. And the Giants... Again, strong game plan. Lamar Jackson definitely made some bad mistakes in that game. But the Giants aren't playing complicated football, but they're playing solid football. Brian Dable definitely has to be in the lead for coach of the year so far because he has taken a squad that really didn't have a ton of talent on it, and he is making them look a lot better. I'm actually putting them above the Vikings because I think if these two teams played today, I think the Giants might be able to eke out a win. So right now, the Giants, you made it into the top five. Who knows how long this Cinderella story is going to last. But right now, you're in second place in the NFC East. Number three, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen, Chiefs, you're not going to fall down too far here. A really great game against the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, I think, arguably are one, if not the best team in football right now. And it came down to Patrick Mahomes, unfortunately, throwing an interception at the end. Their red zone defense was pretty good in this game, which is definitely something to hang your hat on. They do need to get better at the run game because you saw the Bills. They actually did establish the run. And this team is still dangerous. Juju Smith-Schuster having a phenomenal game, his first touchdown as a Chief. And I think that the Chiefs are another team that are just going to get better as the season goes along. You know that these teams are likely going to see each other in January. Now, this may have decided where that game is going to be played. But you still can't count the Chiefs out because it just feels like they are just a step ahead of the rest of the AFC besides the Bills. Number two, you got the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know some people will be upset about this because they are the only undefeated team left in the NFL. But I have to give it to the Bills. The Eagles came in, started really hot against a good Cowboys defense then started to falter a little bit, but then found themselves again in the end zone. Jalen Hurts kind of leading that team to some success there. Their defense is good. Yes, it was going against Cooper Rush. And the one knock against the Eagles is that they're not really playing great competition. But that's not their fault. They don't make the schedule, and they're beating the teams that are in front of them. They are atop the NFC East right now. They are more than deserving of that. That offense is good. That defense is good. I just think the Bills are a slightly better team right now. They're just a little bit more explosive. But the Eagles are far and away the best team in the NFC as of right now. And number one, you got the Buffalo Bills. Able to exercise their demons at Arrowhead. And what a game. I mean, Josh Allen played his ass off hurdling guys. If it wasn't for an Isaiah McKenzie fumble... That game could have actually been even higher scoring and the Bills, I think, could have put it away even sooner. But listen, it came down to the Bills' defense. Not only did they get the big interception to seal the game, Matt Milano playing his ass off. And again, their secondary is really, really injured. And honestly, the real reason to give the Bills the number one spot is the fact that Jordan Poyer drove 15 hours round trip just to play in this game. I wonder what kind of road snacks he had. Von Miller. 
constantly getting after Patrick Mahomes. And that, I think, is going to be the big difference between the Bills of last year and the Bills of this season. That defense is better. And again, they're still going to get Tredavious White back, so the secondary is going to improve. The Bills just have an amazing offense. Singletary was having himself a nice day too. They can lean on the run and they can find success there. They're a very balanced football team, but every time that offense has the ball, you have to worry about them scoring. And so right now, for me, the Bills are the best team in the league. So just to recap, at number one, you got the Bills, two Eagles, three Chiefs, four Giants, five Vikings, six Cowboys, seven Jets, eight Patriots, nine Chargers, and 10 49ers. Yep, this is one of the weirdest top 10s I've ever done. But let me know what you think down in the comments below because I don't know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go Pack Go.